Good morning, folks. This episode of Daily Dad is the first that you get to hear my brother and I in the same space. Um, Sharing our thoughts about parenthood. You also get to hear a special guest, our father, senior, Michael Robinson Sr., sharing his ideas about that as well. This episode, we're trying out new formats, so this episode does not feature the musical background that is typical of Anchor Podcast, um, but you all have the pleasure, hopefully pleasure, of hearing some of uh, our natural sounds out here in the country. If you're from the country, you know what I mean when I say from the out in the country. So, um, I hope you all enjoy. Uh, call in, tell us what you think, comment, like us on iTunes. Until next time, peace. Hello, everyone. This is. Uh, this is the first episode that we've actually been able to do together. This is my brother Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Hey, folks. How you doing? It's a um, pleasure. So, Jeremy was just talking about raising kids. And can you just um, pick up where you left off, if you don't yeah, mind? Yeah, of course. Let me see your phone real quick. Sure. Slide your thumb up. Perfect. So, what I was saying was, you know, people ought to speak on how... You know, you want to give your kids morals, which is a good thing, but and how you want to raise your kids to be the best they can be and not screw their lives up, you know. But really just think about the narrative that you write for them and what they're going to tell people, you know, as life progresses because you know what you do in the early years, they may not remember. But, you know, the older they get, they'll start to depict you as a parent. They'll either say that you are a loving parent that did, you know, everything they could for me, or they're going to say that, you know, we were, you know, mean, upset. It really all depends on where you are mentally at parenthood before you start, you know, what demons you have that you, you know, haven't conquered yet, because sometimes you believe that you are the nicest person in the world and you are going to treat your child with the most respect, but then when you get in certain situations, you don't know how to cope with other things in your life, so you can't cope with how to deal with the things that your child is putting you through. I'm not saying that it's a bad thing, but it's definitely about being able to navigate through a wave of emotions in order for the narrative to remain positive. Think about every story you've ever heard from anybody that was famous. You never really hear about the chronicles that they went through as a child unless they're an artist, which most people are, you know, deep down. But, you know, every parent, I think, wants to be able to leave a legacy within their child to be able to be great. What I mean by that is... Writing your story, writing their narrative. You are literally the biography author.
You know, it's up to them to write what they want to say. That's mad deep. Um, so, I was, uh, Hey, Dad. Hello. <laughs> How y'all doing? <laughs> no, we're just recording the podcast. So, um, that so you we recording so, so, me? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. So listen, so we start. Well, so, so we started. <laughs> so we started this podcast called mm-hmm. Daily Dad, and it's just like where we talk about what our experience is like being a dad. Can I ask right. you a question? Yeah, sure. What was it like when you found out that mom was pregnant? Uh, I would say excited and, and the other part, like, exhilarated. Uh-huh. Like, like really? Like, like shocked. Like, okay. Wanting it. Uh-huh. And then not wanting it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's kind of <laughs> you know, scary. Not, it's yeah, kind of scary. Like, okay, it's, like a, yeah. it's, like, it's like riding a roller coaster where it's like right. you want to get on it, but it's like you know it's going to be weird. It's like, ah. But and I what? did. Mm-hmm. I got along, so okay. All right. But you did, right. Yeah, right. got on it. We had fun. Had a good had time. Fun. Had fun. And that's all you got to do, really. Because, you know, the ride is long. And it's forever. You know what nine I mean? Nine months. Like, that Whoa, nine that. Ride, and then And then life. Like, you right. know, I remember I used to try to jump to be like, oh, I can't wait till my son can play basketball and baseball and catch and all that good stuff. But, like, you got to wait another you gotta wait a whole seven, six, seven, eight years for that. You got a whole chapter. But when you away. say so, I've noticed that because I remember one of the funnest nights I think I had with you when you, was when you were talking about how like the first three months is like you, nothing happens. It's like you just like <laughs> looking at this thing and just like you hope their eyes move right. And this is part two of Three Dad Migos. We got cut off on episode one because, quite frankly, we're learning our way around this podcast thing. So when we pick up with part two, Jeremy is talking about how important the first few years of child rearing are for the future of a young person. Um, so I hope you enjoy Stay tuned for part three, which will follow right after part two, because that's how it works. Peace. Oh, cool. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Oh, okay. All right. So we're okay. back. Sorry about that. Okay. A little technical difficulties. Jeremy knows how to use this much more than I do. And so, so do I. <laughs> but anyway. But yeah, it, it's once you find out that your mate is pregnant with your child, it's like, Joyous and like oh at the same time. Not saying oh like oh I don't want it. Ooh, what must I do to protect my family? How can I provide and then this that and the other? But it's so joyous. Once they come into the world, they be like God formed this in the belly of that womb. Fantastic. Ain't it, ain't it awesome? Yeah. It's like, um, I remember what, <clears throat> when I saw Artist Ray actually, like, 
Actually, no. The first time I heard her make a sound outside of her mother, it was like... It was like what it must be like, but but yeah, but it, but it, it was it it was like what it must be like to feel a seed. It was like what it feels like to see a seed sprout, like because because it's like that thing like Dad said that formed in that womb. And and that, we literally planted the seed, no pun intended. I mean, like, you know, people don't talk about that, but literally, if it wasn't for uh, myself, I, my father, and every other man on the planet, that woman, she housed it. She was like, she's the greenhouse. We're just the seeds in it. You know what I mean? If that makes any sense. That's how I look at it. You know? Yeah. And then, I think there's, we can, we can spend another That's another topic. On, that, that's another topic. Yeah. But I want to talk about. So I don't. I don't even know what you talked about because I was trying to go get my dogs. Um, so this is what I, I'll recap really quick. Okay. I was talking about how you know we want to write a narrative for our children um, that is going to be worth telling. Right. Long story short. Yeah. yeah so you know I want I want to spin off that a little bit. So um, you know I've had this dream of mine for uh, many years of just traveling and spending time taking in the country, learning reading, having time to do all that kind of stuff. And I think about how I want Artist Ray to have a very free educational spirit. Like, I want her to know that she can learn, period. Um, and that she has the tools to be able to do that. And Physically, naturally, spiritually, and environmentally. Right. All around her. And that without... Um, Without any constraints. Oh, yeah, without any constraints. Mm -hmm. Without any constraints. You know, I imagine, and, and nobody's, nobody has let me finish this thought, so I'm going to finish this thought right now. What I imagine is, you know the movie Kill Bill? And yeah. you know um, uh, Lucy Liu's character? Mm. Her parents are like assassins. And she grows and up. Bad to the bone. And, and she grows up. And she grows up in that in that world. And she sees both her parents die, right? And so she is. She says that like she's going to like, her whole life is to you know get revenge for the deaths of her family, right? So what does she do? She becomes a badass swordstress or whatever the fuck she becomes, right? Mm -hmm. And it's like it's like these. I, I see Artist Ray priorities. being like that kind of character, this kind of person. Not like, I don't want to die before she, because but this kind of person who, her she knows her parents are really amazing because they just do what they do, and she could do what she does, and she, if she, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, she could be whatever that? she wants mm -hmm. to be. Yeah, we're recording. This. She be whatever she wants to be, whatever she wants. To be. And, and and I'm talking about that's the. That's the motivation. Like, ever since she came out of Dara, that's been the motivation. It's been like, how can I make sure that I provide a space that she can be everything she wants to be, anytime, any place. And not knowing. And that. and what's crazy about that, and when you think about it, you only have a short period of time. 
You're about to hear part three, a continuation of part two. There's a little glitch in the audio, so I just wanted to give you all a heads up, but um, enjoy. Peace. So what happens is in about four to five years, as you're, you know, learning how to be a parent, your, your kids learning how to move in a room, you know, full of vultures, is that, you know, I love using that line, you know. In a bank. You realize that the things that you do and say and how you act, they're literally going to become that. You know, they may have their outside influences like we all do, but literally you will become who your parents are, you know, speaking as a, uh, as a child. But being able to have strong parents and reflect that on your child so they can be whoever they want to be, from five on is really what you, you want to do in the beginning. You know, you you, you can't, well, society, you know, society's hard. You know what I mean? This is what, this is what I mean when I say that. Now, this is what I mean when I say that. Time, this, is, this is what I mean when what I What you got to do, you got to influence and still the things this, that your child you wanted know, to pursue in life. Let, 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 let me really say that again differently. I'm not disagreeing. Um, that may have come out as if, like, you know, you only have a minimum amount of time to do, uh, to, to mold a person in society because you really have their whole life to do it because everyone's learning all the time. Your mind develops and changes every seven or eight years. Like, you become different every time you reach a plateau in your life. You know what I mean? And to be able to... Um, you know, have your child have the strength to do whatever they want to do and, 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 and continue to write that narrative, you know, because we want our kids to do beautiful things. You know, we want to give them the tools and the platforms available to let them succeed, be free, not let society hold them down, you know. You know, you know, uh, you know they, they, a lot of people deviate from the norm these days anyway because, you know, deviation is the normal. From ten years ago, and it's going to be different with and our 20, children, and in twenty years, you know. And I hope that, uh, well, if I must speak of it, that my, your mother and I have built that same platform. I'll tell you this right now, honestly. Like, I I, I think about this, and I say. I don't know how to put it. I guess I'm a little ashamed to say it, but not ashamed, but like just Don't like, be ashamed. You speak what you want. <laughs> I'm not ashamed. It's like, I want to act like senior to that. And what I'm saying by that is it's like, I, I feel like sometimes I'm like, where did I get this idea that I'm not worthy enough? And then, because I'm like, dad doesn't think that like he's not worthy enough. And I think that right? way, I thought of that way the other day. I right, like, and I'm like, like I'm, I'm, at, at least like, that's, like, my, that's, that's my perception of you. Right. It's like, you know, you're worthy of like, Everything. your space and your and the, your time and like, your respect and all that. And and it took me a while to realize that I am too. And um, Everyone is. Everyone is. And especially you all. Y'all you're, you're too. Yeah. And but everyone is. Everyone. Everyone and, 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 and a lot of people. That's the key. And I think a lot of people in life feel like they're not, not really worthy. realizing it. Yeah, they don't think they're worthy. Right. No. And, 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 and are. And I think that comes from. And they are. From, and are. Everybody are. And, and are. Everybody that comes is. from like, you know. Ain't no big guy. It comes from subconscious. Ain't no big little you. It comes from. But it's a perception right. of a person 
And then you're like, oh, okay. We feel each one another out. But when you feel the realness, we connect in spirit. Yeah, because once you bypass all that garbage, right, that there you, down, you go. That holds everyone down. Same thing. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Jeremy. You all through. that garbage. Yeah, you got to see through all the garbage because. You got to see know, through. But it takes a long time. Sign you know, I feel as if it. I feel what happens is, you know, back to like, you know, your mind changing over the years. You know, you, you're a child and, you know, we're dad. So we, we're trying to mold our kids into something positive. You know, it's difficult at times. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I have a four-year-old. My brother has a six-month-old. So, I've... And my dad has a 27-year-old and a 30-year-old. So, like, you know, he's seen it all. We're living and basically that, through him, with him. And he knows that, you know, it's going to be difficult. And I know that my brother's going to go through yeah. things that, you know, I went through as well. This is, like, the 15th time I've done this, so... Hello listeners, this is Daily Dad, a podcast about what it is like to be a dad from my perspective. I'm Michael Robinson. You'll be hearing from me, my brother who is also a dad, some friends who are dads and some who aren't, and my wife because she's my wife and we live together and she will probably have something to add to this as well. So... I hope you enjoy. Like us on iTunes. This first episode is called Daddy Thoughts because that was the original name of the podcast before I thought about calling it Daily Dad. So, now it is Daily Dad. I hope you all have a wonderful listening experience. Peace.